Palm Sunday is so often regarded as an aborted attempt that it was something that Jesus did that didn't work. It worked. It was the entrance of the king. It was the triumphal entry. So often people just think about it and they say, well, you know, he came, but then they crucified him. No, he entered in. It was all in the program of God. It was all there. And it was festive. And we need to be very festive on a day like this. And I would like to deal with a word today in this homily that is sung in virtually every single divine liturgy that we do. It's a word that I bet I've heard 40 times already this morning. And if I were to quiz you, and I won't, if I were to quiz you, it would be remarkable if four of you could give me the answer to this question. What does the word Hosanna mean? It gets sung every Sunday in the liturgy, every single Sunday. Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. What does the word mean? There are times I want to scream because we do so many things in our services that we have no idea what they mean. It's just like, you know, St. Paul says, I would rather have you speak one word with understanding and a thousand in a foreign tongue. Well, Hosanna, folks, happens to be in a foreign tongue. And we'll probably keep using it, but we don't know what the word means. It's a Hebrew word, and it comes not from the longest psalm in the Bible, but the one just before it. It comes from the 118th psalm. And I'm going to read you a passage, and you figure out. By the way, the 118th psalm has all kinds of stuff in it that gets used in our services very powerful psalm, but I'm going to read to you some things from it, and, and you see if you can figure out where the Hosanna is. Now, I'm reading this from the New Revised Standard Version, and they, they get close, and the, the Orthodox Study Bible actually misses this one. I'll have to talk to our people about that. Let me read. I'll start with the 21st verse of the 118th Psalm. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. That sounds pretty familiar, right? This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. You know that passage. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Those of you who came from Protestantism as I did, you heard that hundreds and hundreds of times. We said you use it too in the Orthodox Church. And then save us, we beseech you, O Lord. We beseech you, give us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God and has given us light. Bind the festal procession with branches on the horns of the altar. You are my God and I will give thanks to you. You are my God and I will extol you. You didn't hear a Hosanna there, did you? But there was there. Here's the Hosanna. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. They didn't translate. They didn't transliterate. There's a difference between translation and transliteration. 
In a transliteration, you bring the word from the language directly over into another language and use that same word like hallelujah or alleluia. It's a Hebrew word, but we transliterate it. We don't translate it. We do that with a number of words. But with this one, with this Hosanna, they didn't transliterate it. They translated it. And here it is. Save us, we beseech you. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. It was in there twice. In Hebrew, there were two Hosannas. Now, the word Hosanna has essentially two meanings to us today, and it even did probably to the Jews on that particular day when Jesus made his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. The word does mean, save us, we beseech you. Save us, but it is understood that that word was reserved for essentially one person, the Messiah. That's who the word was... If you went back a little farther, we, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. It's obviously messianic. The save us, we beseech you, is obviously a messianic prophet, prophecy in the Old Testament. They knew the one to whom it referred. So on Palm Sunday, when the children... And, you know, I don't know if it's just the kids, okay... It probably was way beyond the kids that were singing, but they were shouting, Hosanna! What they were singing to Jesus was, Save us, we beseech you. Now, when they, when they sang that or shouted that, you know, what did they mean? Well, I'll tell you what they really meant. Here's what they meant. You know, we're sick and tired of the Romans, Jesus. We're just fed up with this pilot stuff. We're fed up with all these taxes they have on us. We're done with them. Save us, we beseech you. Who would you pray that to? Well, you would pray it to a king. Because it's only a king that can deliver you. And one of you said pray it to God. That's really the true answer to the question. It's, it's only God who can save us. Now, the children of Israel shouted that. The children were crying, save us, we beseech you. I don't know how many times we're going to sing Hosanna before this day is over again. I, I'm sure it's at least 40 since Matin started this morning. Save us, we beseech you. But we don't mean it as one to deliver us from the Romans, do we? We mean one specifically who can save us from death, can save us from our sins, can save us to give us eternal life, so when we shout Hosanna, it's just not an empty word. It's a word that has meaning. Now, it does have a secondary meaning. You know what the word goodbye means, literally? You know what the word goodbye means. It means God be with you. It's an old English word. God be with you. But we don't use it as God be with you, do, you, do we? We use it as, you know, we're leaving. So long, you know. Uh, it's just uh, almost become idiomatic. It is true that by the time Jesus made that triumphal entry, that the children of Israel, they would sing it as a psalm of ascent. 
And as, they, as the Jews would come from out in the dispersion or wherever they were away from Jerusalem, as they ascended towards the temple, you never went down to Jerusalem, you always went up. Okay, that's why in the scriptures it always says they went up to Jerusalem. You don't go down, you go up. And as they ascended, they would sing this. And they, would, they got to singing, they would shout the Hosanna even then as they marched up. And it came to be that it almost had the same effect as hallelujah or we adore or we praise which if i were to ask you when we sing every single sunday when the choir sings that uh, blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord you would say well we're just singing uh, uh, hosanna in the highest you know that's when the choir hits their high point in the divine liturgy at that point and and you would say well we're, we're just shouting praise to god that's true we're shouting praise to god but we're shouting praise to God because, are you with me? Because he's the Savior. Because he's the one who can save. He's the one who can deliver. He's the king. He's the king of what? He's the high king of heaven. They rejected him as king of Israel. He's way beyond that. He's the great king. He reigns today in heaven. It isn't that someday Jesus will be king. He's king now. And on this day, he makes his triumphal entry. Now, you have a choice today. What are you going to do with the Hosanna? Are you going to shout the Hosanna with an empty head and just do it because we do it? Are you going to shout Hosanna today because what you are doing is accepting your king? You're saying, yes, here's the king. Today the king is making his triumphal entry. He's my king. I accept him as my king. I take him as my king. The high king of heaven. Hosanna! Save us. We beseech you. Incidentally, it is save us. We beseech you, not save us. I beseech you. Save us. You can just go through an empty thing as we do the procession around. See that God's clearing the rain. It's going to be nice and dry, and we'll go around in the procession. And as we go around, what you need to do is you see the priest up there. He's got the gospel, and he's leading the procession, and all the altar servers, and and, and even Naya. Naya brought a candle a day. Isn't that nice? And we go out. Is it appropriate, by the way, to decorate for today? Is it appropriate to decorate when the king comes in? Well, I guess it's okay to do that. Don't let that be all it is. Let this day be to you a day when you understand that you are receiving your king. And not do what the Jews did then. And one week later, less than a week later, shout, crucify him. You take your king and you welcome him today in his triumphal entry.